continue recording. All right, we on, we on, we on, we on, we on. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up with my dude? What's up with my brother? How you doing, man? What's up? What's up? What's good with you? How you doing today? You know, you see, you, you see, we got going on gold activities. Okay, on, okay. I'm I see that. Today. I see that. I see that. I see I got, that. I got. You can't see him, but I got my army. You know. I was on vacation. I know it still look like I'm in vacation. I'm just taking a little mini vacation, staycation. But, you know, I just need some work, calm, collective, quiet to make sure me and my people could talk. Shoot. So, you know, you know, here at with the One Love Crew, we stay on the mental. So how you doing? How you doing? You know me, I just came back from Cali, you know, just see my brother, see my family. So. I'm feeling rejuvenated, ready to get on this grind, you know, until, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and I'm going to go back out. As of right now, you know, it's grind mode. So I'm good. I'm feeling, feeling loved, feeling appreciated, and ready to get back on it. I feel you. I feel you. You know, I just came back from vacation. I uh, went down to Houston, went to go see my little sister. You know, it's cool, like, hanging out with her again and, you know, just, like, it's like we never left. Like, you know, went bowling, did stuff like that, hung around the family. You know, it's, it's you have you have your times. You have your times where you make sure you, you spend with your loved ones and, you know, parents is getting old and, you know, you just got to cherish those moments. Back, for sure, cherish those moments. Every time you get a chance to even sit down and just talk to them about certain stuff, or the moments you do get those phone calls, like you got to. Fact, you definitely got to take them. The moments don't take them for granted, cause man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm, you feel me? I'm a baby in the family, so I be feeling extra. So, yeah, feel that. I feel that. I feel that. But all right, one love crew. So today. We got we got a assortment of stuff today. We're gonna go over. We're gonna go over many of the things. We're gonna go over, you know, some of these some of these trades that's going on. We're gonna go over some NBA. of this in the NBA. We're gonna go over some of these uh these COVID regulations, restrictions, and stuff going on in different states, especially in Cali. I know majority mm-hmm. of our friends is in Cali, so we're gonna let you know what's going on and we feeling about it. And then, you know, we always end with a laugh. So, you know, we always got some stories for y'all. So, yeah. we started off with Dev, and uh, we're going to get it going. Oh, yeah, man. As you know, free agencies are started in the NBA. We just had the – we just finished up the Olympics. USA got it done. So, yeah, we, we – I was I wasn't doubting them, but I wasn't sure they was going to get it done. But, you know, KD wasn't going to let that – he wasn't going to let nothing less than go – touch his skin, you feel me? So I feel that. But um yeah, man. We Lakers, I'm a Lakers fan. You a Lakers fan. Facts. We we invite all the haters to we come. You see Cobe over there. <laughs> Are they you know, we invite every hater. Every hater to every to, hater. Whatever. I mean we gonna see once the season gets here because that's how it is every year with LeBron. You gotta he gets a fresh roster and then halfway through the year, that's when they want to turn it up. But we gonna see. Uh, I just want to start off with saying shout out to the men's and women's team for pulling out that dub, getting the gold, because, you know, it, it was looking shaky for our men's team, and a lot of people was talking about us, a lot of people was doubting us, and on top of that, the women's team, y'all didn't get enough, y'all didn't get enough show for that, y'all didn't get enough praise for that, y'all didn't get enough media time for that, like, you need to start recognizing how hard y'all playing, and as well as how hard y'all was handling teams compared to the men's team like the men's team mm-hmm. was, was was tough and y'all was tough too but y'all was handling y'all business y'all right. didn't need them y'all didn't need the media to hey pay attention to us we gonna handle our business get our goal we gonna get up out of there like i i like how they did that i like how they were professional about it too because some people is gonna be like you know it is it's messed up that they sitting there praising the men and the men not even playing good, and they could have went out and said that. Like y'all sitting here watching this men game, but we out here beating people by this, that, and the third. But you know, you know how that works. Yeah, yeah, they they used to it. They're like with the WMEA, like they they used to it, so they just on. They know they keep it professional and yeah. appreciate who. Like they know the rumors who appreciate the game, gonna appreciate them. Like you feel me? I come from a high school where our, our girls team. 
nationally is way more nationally recognized than a boys team. But all of our boys game was, you feel me, especially against Lincoln, our ride was packed, packed. I had never seen one girls game my four years at St. Mary's. Never seen one girls game back. And they always won sections every year. Like, it's crazy. But so, yeah, we, we got to appreciate basketball on both sides. But shout out to shout out to the women, shout out to the men, for sure. Because there was some buckets definitely being given. And they definitely did their thing, both sides. And uh, a couple of these other sports, too, taking gold for the U.S. as well. You know. They got, they got these new sports, and they got baseball. They got beach volleyball. I don't think that's been in there. Golf, skateboarding. They got a few different sports. So, yeah. Like, it's, it's dope to see the Olympics expanding. Like, it was already a huge worldwide event. But it's dope to see the creativity just – like recognizing the creativity and all these other sports and the greatness that's 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 in line with it, all these other legacies. So yeah, it's dope. Everybody's getting a chance to see this and see see just, you know, like physically, like the pinnacle of human abilities, you know. Cause bruh, I ain't gonna lie, skateboarding, I try, I don't know about you, but I tried my hand at skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> It's not easy at all. Nah, a skateboarding, anything with a board, anything with two wheels, like a bike was hard. Like I remember when I was a kid, I was riding a bike, and this is when I knew anything with two wheels was off limits. Even though a skateboard do got four wheels, anywhere where I got a balance, it's just off limits. I was riding the bike, ran right into my dad's car. And it just like the wheel got stuck. I fell off and I was just like, you know what? Maybe riding stuff is just not for me, period. I know you at all. I know you got that leather. I know you got them, that leather pillar. That leather nah, pillar. it's just like it's just like you see this dude right being stretched out. I got a big head, so it's just hard to balance that and balance my whole body at the same time. It's, it's multitasking. That's a lot to ask a five year old for sure. Hey, we're gonna take the trainer wheels off. Like nobody gave me training wheels with this at all. Hey man, that's that's <laughs> life. You gotta adapt. You have to adapt. We are creatures that evolve. Um, now look, yeah. you you might have kept got a little came a little late with that, but you know, it's all right, it's all right. But, but yeah. let's 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 bring it back to these trades. So yeah, so of course the biggest trade, the biggest trade out there with us being Lakers fans is Russ, for sure. Russ, 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 because it was Russ for Kuzma, Montrezl Hero. KCP and some draft picks, and then they got a couple. What's up, One Love Crew? My bad, my bad. We had some technical difficulties, but you know we gonna get right back in action like we always do. But uh, we just gonna let y'all know we support the love. On top of that, if you wanna come be a guest or you got somebody you think should be on the show or somebody got a business that's trying to grow, let us know. You know we always take suggestions. Follow us at One Love Talk Show. You already know on Instagram, we're going to open up some different accounts soon, and we're going to get some more episodes out to y'all. You know, we love y'all. One love. All right, yeah. So. All right, we back. We back. We had some little technical difficulties, you know, but we back. So back on this rush trade, like I was saying, you know, that's the biggest trade that we kind of got going on right now, That mm -hmm. especially for our team specifically, it's, it's, it's a big trade for us. It's yeah. a big step in way forward. I know everybody's making fun of it because he, he's a little older, everybody in their 30s, but they said we got a retirement home at the Staples. But they not they not playing like they 30, though. None of them are playing like they 30. Uh not Melo Melo. He he didn't he didn't change his game up a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Everybody playing like they still in a besides Melo, like Melo's still elite. Mm -hmm. But he's not the same mellow, but he's playing a role that he needs to play. But everybody else, well, not everybody else, but the superstars, the three, mm -hmm. Ron, AD, and um, mm -hmm. and Russ, those are the only ones that really need to be like, you know, like Russ, he don't have to average 20, but Brian, nah. AD, Russ is, might average 20 because Brian might defer to him. So it might be like Russ and AD average 20, 20 and 10 each. Brian going to get his like, 18 and 8 or whatever, 18, 8 and 6, 18, 8 and 7. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like as long as they stay healthy, that's really the biggest thing. Like, no season-ending injuries, 
we need none of those. And I like the um, the vets that's in the role playing, the role playing role, because we know last year when they played against the Suns, I don't know about you, but it was super frustrating watching them play and then literally giving up, especially Brown. Yeah, because so. they just they. I want to say, but like game three, I was just like, this this ain't looking too good. Like, I was just like, everybody kind of just likes it cool. Like, you know what? We just don't have it this year. Right. Everybody just kind of gave up at once. And it was just like, they had too much drama. They had a lot of people that wasn't there just to play and be like, all right, we're going for a championship. Like, you had Dennis Schroeder. He want his money. It's just like, mm-hmm. I get you want your money. I get you playing at a high level. But when you make it about that, you – not making it about basketball no more. It's easier to make that conversation off of a championship than you sitting there saying, I need to get paid, I need to get paid, I need to get paid, but you showing up 75% of the time, and then you're getting hurt too. You got hurt. He got hurt during the season as well, mm-hmm. and it's just like right, you can't exactly. sit here and ask for stuff if you if you can't get full. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah, so – he he definitely might have messed up his back because I don't th- I don't even think we have one roster spot, but I don't think we're gonna use it on him. So yeah. Nah. I I think they're gonna ship him up out of there and it's gonna be like either what can we get for him or he finna it's just like there's only two things you can think about it. Like we could use him for like a little backup player or rid of him. He could be a backup, but they got Kendrick Nunn. I think he's gonna be the backup. Yeah. So he might be the third string. Get that. Well, no, he'll he'll play in front of Kendrick Nunn. I ain't gonna do him like that. But yeah, man. Who would play but in yeah. front of Kendrick Nunn? Shorter. Crazy. Crazy. I was listening to a podcast earlier where they were talking about that, and they were just like, I, I really think Kendrick Nunn would start over Dennis Shorter if he were to stay on the team. He's not I, I believe Neither that one of as well. Starting. But you got to think, you just lost all your wing players. So what does that starting five look like? Russ, THD. Uh, what's do? No, Russ, Wayne Ellington, THD. Brian. Uh, actually, who they just get? They just got somebody. They just got Dwight Howard, but he's not going to start. I'm trying to think. They just got another big, like decent big. You don't, you don't think Dwight going to start? He didn't start last time he was there. He started in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about like going in, like what we going to see going in. But what what big man realistically do they have? That's what I'm trying to think. I don't think they really have they have AD and that's it. Yeah, so look, I'm going to see what roster they got. But yeah, I think AD's and Dwight Howard, those are the only two like Oh, no 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 no, no 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 no. Uh, well it just depends if I think Melo might come off the bench. Oh, I'm tripping. I forgot about Melo, bro. See, okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Breath. Wayne Ellis, because, Bron, Melo, AD. That's that's starting five. Crazy. That's Crazy. who you're starting? Yes. That's who you're starting? That's why not? I, I'm going to tell you right now, Vogel is not, is not starting Melo. He's going to have Melo come off the bench because Melo played. Huh? Who, who is he going to start with Melo? Uh, he gonna save Melo for that second five. I guarantee you. I know that's that's in the game plan because that's what they did in Portland and it worked in Portland because him coming off the bench is better than him starting a game because if he starts a game, he's gonna jack up shots. But if he comes in off the bench, he's gonna take a he's gonna try to work inside out. But when he starts games, he be trying to boom, 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 boom. But if you get him off that bench, he's gonna okay, let me get out. Boom, I'm gonna go post him up real quick and he's gonna start to get that second five to really work. And those young guys he had in uh he had in Portland, especially uh what was the point guard's name? Dame. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not Dame, the backup point guard. I said the second uh, five. Anthony Simons. Is that was he in the second five? Yes. He made him he made him a better point guard based off the fact of the way he was playing his game. Because he made it easier for him to space the floor and made it easier to, for him to get to the basket because everybody was so worried about Melo and his his one-on-one. And as soon as he get his one-on-one, he would always just take little either quick cuts to the basket or get that rip off the top of the key and boom. It's just like, that's what they need him for. They need him in there with those younger dudes to make sure he in there controlling and being able to talk. 
It's just like you can't have Brian doing that the whole game because talking and playing, being coach player is tiring as hell. Brian been doing that for he's been doing years. That for years. He's been doing that for 18 years. I don't do nothing. That don't affect you could, Brian. You could it don't affect Brian? Nope. You, now you you look at a picture at the top of his head and don't tell me it, didn't, <laughs> it hasn't affected Brian. <laughs> I ain't gonna play with you, David. I ain't gonna. I, I'm, I, gonna I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm entertain it. You gotta look at. Oh, like, matter of fact, look. You might be right. You, I don't know though, because I can see them starting Trevor Ariza too. Because I forgot about him. I forgot they got Trevor Ariza. I can now, see them starting him over uh, Trevor Ariza. Yeah, uh, Trevor Ariza. I could see that. I could see Anthony Davis at the five. Kendrick Nunn at the one. I mean, no, 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 not Kendrick oh, Nunn at the man, one. No, 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 no. Russ at the one. I was about to say, bro, you better give up. On Russ him. at the <laughs> one. Ron at the three. Then you got Trevor Reeser at the four. Actually, they might try to they might try to rotate and have him play too. Have him and Brian play between three and four. Like three up. and four. Yeah, they're gonna have no, him play three and four. Yeah, have man. them switch between three and four, and then you put 80 at five. Yeah, man. See, you could, like I said, you could do it anyway. But that's the one thing I kind of like about this latest roster is that they yeah, have so yeah, much. They're old, but they have a lot of pieces they can, like, switch, and they can play with a lot of different matchups. And that's something I don't think they could do last year. I feel like last year they, they would have a lot of – especially once Bron and AD went down, they would have a mm -hmm. lot of times where they would be – just mismatch and they would just get exposed in so many different areas on the court. So I feel like this year, th this is a solid squad for Frank Vogel mm -hmm. to work with. So I'm, I'm juiced. I'm ready. I'm ready for the season when it comes to being a Lakers fan. But at the same time, a lot of other teams got stronger too. So oh, I, yeah. We're going to touch on that. But my thing and what I've always thought is every – Finals team I've seen win in probably the past 10 years have had depth on their bench, except maybe some some that's, exceptions that's like some of LeBron's team. Some of LeBron's teams has been <laughs> off some of uh like even though the Raptors that year were a good team, on paper they weren't they weren't as good as how they played. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. So it's just you like you like have that. you have that too, and that depth needs to be there. That team needs to have that second five. Like the Warriors, the reason why they kept winning year after year after year is that depth. And as soon as they lost that depth in that bench, that's when they stopped winning again because it's just like you need a second five that's mm -hmm. just as productive or just a little underproductive as your first five. Exactly, yeah. And it's just like if you don't have those two things and a balance between your players and not too guard heavy or too big heavy, then you got a good team. But if you start getting dependent on one side or the other, it is all going to fold at some point. You're People right, just got to realize this basketball. Basketball has been the same for years. It changes every once in a while. Yes, this and that, and the tic-tac little little stuff changes. But it's basketball. Mm -hmm. it, it's basketball IQ. That's all it is. But, you know, a lot of people take that out because some people don't even have it, as you can see. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So we're going to figure that out once the season starts. But we got the Lakers. They did they trade. And then we got the uh, – Shoot the team on your background. The Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls. Yes. The Bulls. I don't know. I don't know. Like, because those are three players I've never – you know, you never sat there and like thought about oh, what would these three players what would it look like a team with these three players together. But at the same time, I feel like they all can complement each other really well. Cause I feel oh, like yeah. Lonzo, it's a two point guard, he can mm -hmm. feed DeRozan, feed Zach Levine. They both just want to get buckets. So mm -hmm. that's good for him. And Zoe's being a better shooter, he can play defense. Zach Levine, he's improving as a defender. And DeRozan, he just wants to win. So I feel like I don't, I don't, you don't never got to doubt his heart. Like when it comes to him, like he going to do what he got to do to win. So, yeah. So I feel like, and uh, Vucevic, people, he's not the flashy big, but he, he'll get it done. He's a big body. He's a big body. He's a, he's good for at least 20 and 10. 
Yeah, I see it yeah, on your face. You're ready to disrespect that man. I see it on your face. You're ready to disrespect. I'm not ready to disrespect him. Yeah. I mean, he in the league. He in the league. He's an all star, sir. Put some respect on his name. He's a multi all star. I think he's been an all star more than in the league. I might not like his play. That's just me. Because you know, people flashy. might like he's his play. Flashy. He's not flashy, but he. It's not even the fact that he's not flashy. It's just the fact of like. I've never, I've never got like, I don't know. I've never got his game. I've never got his game. I've never liked his game. He now, I've respected his game because of his stats and how effective he is with his teams. Mm -hmm. But I just he's been Magic, so you don't put that against him. I know, but it was just like on the Magic. It's just like you were really able to sit there and spotlight his game because he was on in Orlando. And in Orlando, you know that's that's nobody there but you and Aaron Gordon. So you Aaron saying, Gordon. So you saying it's, it was easier for him to get the numbers? Yes, it was way easier for him to get those numbers in Orlando. Yes, it was because it was him and Aaron Gordon. Him and Aaron Gordon. What Dude. other player came in there? What other player but came in there? I feel like that makes it harder because you the main focus on the scout on the uh, scouting report. Yeah, but if nobody can stop what you're doing, or exactly. if you if, exactly, <laughs> but but it's just like like I said, I respected his game. I don't have to like it. It's yeah. slow to me, and I've like I've, I've always exactly. <laughs> I might I might not like it because I remember I used to have this teammate, and this teammate used to do every move slow as slow as hell. Like every euro you- step used to be like just uh. And I remember one day we was at practice and we had played MJB together. And then first year of high school, freshman year, I remember we was doing a scrimmage or something like that. And I thought I had him. I thought I was going to swat into the bleachers, was going to throw it outside, everything. Because I was just like, okay, you know, he's slow. I know he's going to go for that Euro step. That's his move. Mm-hmm. I tried so hard to go for that block. As soon as I went for that block, he went right past me. And it was just like, I went faster past him, but he went slower, and he was right at the basket. I was just like, "Change of pace, man." People don't. But his pace, his pace was always slow. He never he never like switched up. But it was mm-hmm. just like you know how some people they change their pace faster. He changed his pace slower because it caught people off guard because people didn't think he was gonna move that slow. Yeah, like Kyle Anderson. Shocking. Kyle Anderson, that's what works for him. Slow mo. It works. But it's just like it, it's an ugly game to me. I, I just don't like it. I don't. It. it I've yeah. always been. I've always been taught run and quick first step and first off the move buddy and everything like that foot. and working off that. Buddy is seven foot. He ain't gonna have his. He ain't gonna have no quick first step like that. I mean, KD. KD is the only footer that's gonna have a quick first step. And still. But no, no, no. There's another. Oh well, he's six ten. Who? Uh, 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 Giannis. He has a quick first. Not yet, Giannis. Giannis has a quick first. He don't have a quick. He got a long pause. He got a long first. <laughs> <laughs> but he ha- he ha- he has a quick step. But it's just like like I said, I can respect it, but I don't have to like it. He put uh, in the numbers. Why is he gonna prove you wrong? If he if he's an all star this year, boy, you gonna have to you gonna have to send that man an, apolog- an apologetic tweet or something. Um, Anyways, yeah, um, put respect on Vucevic, Nikola. I forgot his first name, Nikola. Uh, what other teams have some has some good trades? Uh, the well, the Nets they got better. They had they got Patty Mills and mm-hmm. well, Patty Mills kind of like it's like swapping out Spencer Dinwiddie for Pat Patty Mills. Yeah, that kind of. Oh, I, I think I, I think they should have kept Spencer. I really like Spencer Dan Willie. I like the player that he is. He, he is he to me. A bag, he was worth the bag. Yeah, he 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 worth that bag. He for sure worth mm-hmm. that bag because he's gonna right. play hard and he's gonna play some defense too. And in this league, in this age, it is so hard to find a player that can really play some defense, like some really, really good defense. Because mm-hmm. it's just like some people don't even really get down. Like I see how some of these players are and they stand straight up, like straight up like this, and I'm like. What? Yeah. It, and people trying to figure out why they falling. Like, I'm watching people damn near, like, break their kneecaps, like, falling. Because 
dessert stand is so straight up and it's so stiff. And I'll be like, it'd be hard to watch NBA games sometimes. Like, that's why I try to take myself away from it sometimes. Cause it's just like, damn, this game to change so much. Well, I know and one team like, you, you're gonna like watching this year, you're gonna like watching the Heat. You don't like watching oh, yeah. the Heat because they're gonna be locking teams down. Dude. Oh, yeah. That, that that's my team for the year. Like that's Even my whole team. You, I'm gonna keep a I'm gonna keep a track on. I got some teams. I'm gonna keep you, track of the Heat. I'm gonna keep track of my Lakers, of course. I'm gonna keep track of my uh Charlotte Hornets because my my, my boys is there. And you know, them ball brothers, I, I there's something about them. Some special, some special players. But you know, I, I like that they there. I like the fact that you know him and his brother are in that spot together because I really do believe. The older brother, the older brother need to do what he do. He's good by himself. Them two, they work better together because when he left for college and they was playing in high school together, they're a better tandem than all three of them together. There's but, nothing better than all three of them together. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I would love them. I would love all three of them together, but Lonzo is going to grow a lot more if he's by himself. Yeah, I feel you. Mm. And it's just like right now he needs to be able to lead a team to a championship by himself, then bring that back to his brothers and be mm -hmm. like, all right, let's go win this championship. Like I know in the, in the beginning when we was first talking, I'm like, all three of them finna get on the team, da 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 da, and I was so rah rah about that. But sure it's like in reality, we one of those brothers have to mature first. One of them has to win a championship first, and most mm. likely, it, you know, the brother has a chance of it this year. And the oldest brother, and, you know, hopefully Lonzo does get that experience because at some point he going to think and look back and be like, you know, what? I want to go play with my brothers. They in yeah. Charlotte. Let's go make this little little thing official. Let's try to go get a ring for Charlotte. Let's go try to go get a ring for MJ. So, you know, a little, little time, but it uh, it'll, pieces will get moving. I'm going to keep it late with you, bro. If they win a championship, it ain't going to be in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> it is not going to be in Charlotte. That is the one place it's not going to be. I made it look like uh, I actually believed in that, huh? No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he said, let's go MJ. I'm like, nah. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's just like, it. they they could. It just depended who they would get. They would really need to bring another star there. They need to, to bring them out. That's a whole different conversation. I ain't even trying to get in right now. So <laughs> okay, we're not gonna get into that conversation. <laughs> uh, we you can... see any more? You see any other trades that uh, sparked your interest? Yeah. Or so yeah, we got the Heat. We got we got well, the Clippers didn't do nothing, but they Kawhi resigned with them, even though he yeah. was kind of playing, you know, a little hide and seek with them. Even, well, not really. Who knows what he was doing with them, but, you know. Kawhi, Kawhi being Kawhi. Kawhi being Kawhi. Which Kawhi I being Kawhi. I respect it. The media is annoying. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you, I respect it, too. You see Kawhi what they doing Kawhi. with You see what they're doing with Damian Lillard. He's not saying nothing about nothing. And they, they still, got to. Dame to New York. Dame said he needs to – he going to request a trade if they don't – man, I hate the media so much. But, yeah, we got – um. Those are like the biggest trades. Like those are the only yeah. ones I see really affecting yeah. the championship. The Bucks, I don't think. I think them losing PJ Tucker that that, that hurt. was a big loss. That was a big that hurt. That hurt. He was a he was a big part of that championship run. He was a really big part of that championship run. And you know he everybody get on PJ Tucker and call him his old head everything like that. But he really do play some old old head defense. Like he really sit down and he gonna he gonna touch up on. On you, he gonna let you know like you ain't finna punk me. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. I, I like that type of aggressiveness. I like I like that real aggressiveness. I don't Man. like that like fake aggressiveness where, like I I, I know you not like that. I know you not like that. I could tell by your mannerisms you not like that. Mm -hmm. And you you could tell with some players that be trying to fake that type of stuff. It'd just be like, dude, you on TV like we can see that. I can see right. that acting. That it, you ain't hard. Like you know, get aggressive when. You you doing something positive? You doing something positive for your team? Don't be doing aggressive stuff when you just want to get out the game. Right. You seen them at the, uh, the celebration though, at the little parade. You know, we like, we are dogs, bro. Like they we I knew we had dogs. They just didn't know how to be dogs. He was on. <laughs> he was on. Oh, like uh, that, okay. 
he that, that's one of them dudes you you love having in your team though. So oh yeah, for surely that's one of those that's one of those dudes you like. Okay, cool. Like he in the locker room, he in there tripping. Like he just in there quiet, sitting there, ain't got no headphones in, just with his eyes closed, sitting up there like. Okay, and then as soon as he get into that court, it, it just turn on. And you mm-hmm. need you need some of those players on your team that just know how to turn it on. Because when they know how to turn it on, they know how to do it for everybody else. And then they inspire players to go out and go talk. Like, if P.J. Tucker wasn't who he was, like, remember that video where Giannis was in there yelling at the huddle? Yeah. You don't get those moments if you don't push players like that. You got to have that veteran that's going to sit there and push them young players like that to be able to say something because that was a moment of, like, Giannis. I, I don't see him speak up too much. I don't see him do stuff like that. Giannis, I don't see too many I don't see too many players do stuff like that. Nah, Giannis is one of them players. He'd be fired up. Like, he, it's been way more in the last couple of years, though, than, than before. He never he wasn't like that before, like, the last couple of years, though. So. Yeah. But, but like this season and last season, he's been turned up like, nah, I, I need this ring. Y'all, y'all gonna have to step it up. So that yeah. exposure, yeah. that exposure to that was good for him. Mm-hmm. But the fact that PJ gone, I, I, I don't like that at all. I don't. I, I feel like they yeah. team, they team just got, you know, two, three Warriors where it's just losing. Yeah, man. And the Warriors. Who knows when Clay Thompson gonna come back? But when he does come back, they just got Andre Iguodala. I hope he do. I uh, hope he do. Jonathan Kaminga. I don't know if you've watched him in any of the summer league games, but he's he's pro ready. He's a pro. He was ready. He's definitely ready. And uh, Jalen Green, the Rockets. We not. I'm not looking for them to do nothing. I'm not looking for them mm-hmm. to even make the playoffs. But I'm excited to watch their young roster: Jalen Green, Josh Christopher, Chris Wood. Uh, Kenya Martin Jr. Good draft class this year. They got they got some good draft class this year. They got some athletes. They got some they got some dudes that really can hoop. Like they got some dudes that's really dedicated to you know getting out there doing what they do. And I think with COVID hitting like it did, it gave a lot of it gave a lot of like drive to a lot of the players. It's just like damn, like I don't know, I don't know when I'm gonna jump out on this court again. So let me just play this game because you know I might I might get out of the game, look at my phone, and next thing you know, we can't play. Like we on we on shelter in place, or you know, there there's a big, you know, there's a big um there's a big thing going on. Like it's just it's so vital now with COVID going on. It's so vital of like this might be the last time I do this or I could get mm-hmm. sick or, you know, every moment is precious, especially to these NBA players, especially to these young ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get into it. They get into it. And that's, and that's what you want to see because we, we see LeBron getting on his tail end of his career, you know, mm-hmm. Chris Paul getting on the tail end of his career. Like we see the generation that came in when we, you know, when we was coming up. So we see that generation kind of, you know, mm-hmm. slowly weeding out. But we see the next generation. They ready. They ready and they want the moment. So I'm super excited to see that and just see see the growth of the game because the game has took from since, I'm not going to lie to you, since when we was kids, if we was 10 yeah. years old now, we would have to be way better. Yeah. <laughs> way better. We would have to have a whole bag. Because it, it's just different, like, uh, just the way you could be able to play defense different. Like, we was able to get away with a lot more. Remember, we used to go play the Rebels, and we would come back home and have scratches all over our arms and, and, and like, shoulders and stuff like that. It was different. Like, you could get away with that. You could get away with hitting a hard screen. Because, yeah. man, we had, we had a teammate that really would set screens. He was a big dude for his age, and he would really set screens and really set screens on point guards, like your size, my size at that age. And it was cool. Now you can't do stuff like that because now it's just – it's an era – I'm not going to say it's soft, but it's more considerate to injuries. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. that's that's a big difference. Like there was a lot of injuries back then. I didn't go through too many, but there was a lot of like injuries that that – went on or went on after they grew up because of the way they were letting us play as kids. Yeah, it's not because of the way they was it's because of how much we were playing. It's not because of how they <laughs> it wasn't because of how much how they was letting us play because we didn't we was playing eight games in a weekend. 
<laughs> but yeah, man. We used to literally Memorial Day weekends playing six to eight games in four days or whatever, three, four days. That's not healthy on the body. When you do that for years and years on end. But I feel what you're saying, though. But at the same time, the players got to be more skilled because they got to be able to maneuver. Like on defense, you got to be able to move your feet quicker. You got to be able to, you got to be able to adjust. So on both sides, you got to adjust to the to the differences in the game. But the, the game now is catered towards more high scoring basketball because that's that's what makes the game more fun for just a casual watch for people that don't actually play. That's why they're making way more money now because more people are just casually watching. Like you see all these people, like I know we've all had our fair share of conversations with people we know mm -hmm. they've never stepped on that court. They've never been in, you know, in that overtime, double overtime game when it's in the packed gymnasium with the crowd. You feel me? They've never been in those situations, mm -hmm. but they still have a love for it and they still gonna spend money on this sport. And that's what they want at the end of the day. So they gonna do whatever they gotta do to make the sport. They you gotta get your comp you gotta compromise somewhere. So they compromising some of the physicality, I guess, of the game to mm -hmm. make it a more fast paced, more easier to score, or whatever. I mean, it's not really easy to score though, at the same time, because we still got footers. Dudes are way more athletic than they were back in the day. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like it's that easy to score, but they have. There were some barriers back in the day mm -hmm. that they have removed. And now that they're changing the whole, what's it called? The um, the freedom of motion or whatever. I forgot what it's called, but it's like the rule where you can't like jump in the shooters and stuff and get yeah. fouled. So I think that might, that might be, that might be yeah. what cuts it off. Because that's a that's a big issue right now. A that's big a big issue that all the commentators are talking about, the analysts are talking about, because it's just where where's that line? Where's that mm -hmm. line between when it's the offensive player at fault and when it's the defensive player at fault? Exactly. You yeah. need to be able to draw that line to be able to say, like, hey, it's his fault or it's his fault. Mm -hmm. Or it's neutral contact. Exactly. What do you what do you just let go? So it's just like where is that line at? How is the ref supposed to make that decision as well? It's just like you can't be able to tell if he's gonna be able to make that decision or not. Right, man. And I ain't gonna lie to you. We we guilty of this too. So this is a message to us, but to everybody mm -hmm. out there. We we gotta take it easy on these refs, man. We gotta take it just a little bit easy on these refs, cause yeah. it ain't easy to call these games, man. You feel me? There's seven footers, six, eight footers flying, you know all across the court and then you got to make a decision within half a second and when you got players doing all that the flops and stuff you know it's like you don't know what to call it's all like a half second judgment call so so we got it we got to be a little more empathetic when it comes to the refs but at the same time there is a lot of shady stuff going on because we know we, we was around for that tim donicky situation what's up one love crew my bad my bad we had some technical difficulties but you know we gonna get we right back in action like we always do <laughs> but uh we just gonna let y'all know we support the love on top of that if you want to come be a guest or you got somebody you think should be on the show or somebody got a business that's trying to grow let us know you know we always take suggestions follow us at one love talk show you already know on Instagram, we're going to open up some different accounts soon, and we're going to get some more episodes out to y'all. You know, we love y'all. One love. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. I'm, back. I'm sorry. Now you go, you go. Head of visitor. All right, well, so um, back to – actually, we need to switch up topics. We've been kind of on the sports topic for a little, little longer than – didn't expect it, but you know, when you with us, we always gonna talk about sports being ex-athletes as well. So uh what you think about what's going on in the world? What's 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 some thoughts about what you what you got going on in the world, what you see going on around you, or what you see on social media, like what's what's something that's up with you? Well, man, the, right now you see 
all these COVID variants popping up. We got Delta. I mean, I'm seeing things about a Lambda variant. I don't, I don't know where they're getting these names from, but. Uh, shit, I don't know either because <laughs> this shit's getting confusing now. It's just like at first it was COVID nineteen in two thousand twenty, and then on top of it being COVID nineteen in two thousand twenty, I didn't get that. And then now we got a different variation of it that's supposed to be worse. I thought the first one was worse, and so it's just like now it's just like now they're using all these SAT words and then pushing out they pushing out a vaccine that only been out for a certain amount of time. Then they really test it. Yeah, that's a that's a that's the one thing. It's like for me, it's like to each his own. Everybody should should be able to make the decision that they feel is the best for them. But as you can, as right now, like New York, they're definitely doing in other states. But in New York, they just passed a law. Certain restaurants and gyms, I guess, they have to they can force you to have a proof of vaccination or a vaccination card. So that's how New York and California, all the UCs, they are, what are they doing? They are saying you have to have be vaccinated to be able to attend a school in person. I don't know if they're saying you can't, you can do online if you don't, or if they just like, if you don't have a vaccine, you can't do online, you can't do in person. I don't know what's going on with that, but I know they said, you have to be vaccinated to attend on campus at least. And to me, I mean, I get it at the same time because those UCs are private universities, so mm-hmm. they can set their own policies. But it's messed up because at the end of the day, it's like people should – everybody, like, with education is something that should be, you know, fair for everybody. With, yep. I mean, restaurants – you could work around that a lot easier because you can just have people do carry out deliveries and stuff yeah. like that. And with gyms, it's like you can work out anywhere. So I get that. I can't be mad at that. But it's just crazy seeing the world becoming like a 1984, um, you know, what's it called? Like, oh, man, I forgot what they called them communities or whatever. But it's like Big Brother, you know, it's like, Mm-hmm. Government is like regulating everything. Your whole life, your rights is your rights just slowly get taken away, and it's it's kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of scary. Cause, it is because you don't is. know you don't know what you're gonna wake up and what they're gonna tell you is going on with how you're gonna live your life. It's like Ooh. you can wake up and they're gonna tell you you're gonna live your life in your room all day. And plus, how we seen like when the um when the whole thing first started, how people was going crazy for tissue paper. What people was buying out tissue paper, people two people was buying out um, all the perishables, just like the world was really about to end. And that's like, dude, people be over the top for sure. Like it's all like it don't like, it don't be over the top because when it happens, it's not gonna feel like you be over the top when it happens. And I feel like, you know, people just just get ready at the it seemed like at the wrong time, but then you know, if it really happens, like you, you just never know with everything going on between, you know, these other states having national disaster or national disasters and stuff like that going on. Mm-hmm. You just never know what you're going to wake up to. You never going to know if you're going to wake up to to another variation variation of this virus or you're right. going to wake up to like it's just going to be in the air so bad to where if you breathe it in. It's going to be it's going to be all the way back. So you just never know. Personally, this is what I, I don't think we gonna get. We ain't gonna get to a, no no point where it's like some twenty eight days later, just spores flying in the air. You breathe it in, you turn to a zombie. That's what people is preparing for. I'm like, if we gonna get to anything near that, I'm not saying this. It can't happen like that. It, who knows? I'm not a doctor, mm-hmm. but dude, don't go to Walmart and buy thirty thousand things of toilet paper because nobody else is gonna have none. And when it comes to any situation where that is the worst case scenario, we are going to need everybody. So it's like you, if you known as a person that went to every Walmart, bought up all the tissue paper, bought up all the food. When you get down with it, or even when you got it, everybody know who house to go to. They going to your crib. Yep, they <laughs> going to your crib. You. They know you got it all. They gonna be like, hey, can I get this tissue paper? Can no, they're not this? coming in. The- they're not coming in nicely. They. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They kicking down doors. They, they know you got it. Doors, like they running your. Oh, I seen them. I seen them with them Costco bags a couple days ago, boy. Mm-hmm. I seen he had that Charmin. 
And I know I'm that's from you. Costco. That's that wholesale. <laughs> you already know. Like, I'm up in that house. But yeah, man, I just feel like there's, there's like a bigger plan at work that just, obviously we don't know, but, you know, I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's not true. It just feels like, it just feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just, that's just a scary feeling. But I mean, at the end of the day, I don't feel like worried or fearful of my life or of nothing like that. Cause I feel like as long as I, as long as we take care of our, our health and we treat food as medicine as it should be and not just mm-hmm. something to satisfy us. Mr. Ninja yeah. Turtle over here, sir. <laughs> uh, here this nigga go. <laughs> yeah. I, like, so what he is referring to is I, if y'all haven't seen I Am Athlete, which is one of my kind of favorite <laughs> talk shows, Chad Ochocinco, uh, read, up how, read up how his diet is and how he works out and his fitness plan. That is we'll understand what he is talking about. That is the one person on this earth that understands me. So Chad Johnson, if you ever hear this, I feel where you coming from. I got you. <laughs> but you know, it's just scary to, you know, wake up and you can't you can't control how you're living your life. Exactly. And yeah. uh one thing that is kind of scaring me is the fact that we might have to go go back into a lockdown again. Right. And you know, like I said, our our mission here and our you know purpose is mental health is like putting that many people in the house. It's just it it doesn't help anybody. Everybody mental health suffers from that. Even though, even if you think you don't go through mental health, it does. It it does mess with you. Excuse me. It messes with you a lot. It messes with you just for the fact of you sitting in a house and somebody is physically telling you you can't leave, mm-hmm. and you sitting there just thinking. And it's just like it, that's not good for anybody. It's just like you know people got to get out, and you know some people are just not creative. They're not going out. They're just like, well, I can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can go out to the backyard, you know, this, that, and the third. But then yeah, some people, they ain't, they ain't blessed to be in a position where they could just, you know, get up and go wherever they want to go. Yep. Like, that's 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 a luxury. If, if if a lot of people don't realize that, that's a luxury to be able to go get up and just be that's able true. to go 10 miles away from your house, five miles away from your house. and just. You sure, it's a luxury to even just lay in a bed while you don't lock down, like – it's like you it just get up and walk around to be honest it's just like, like everybody got different paths of life and it's just like but with within everybody having a different path of life you're putting some you're putting everybody at the same baseline of putting mm-hmm. them inside of where they at yeah, exactly and some people that don't even have a place where they're at they they reduce to getting harassed or you know just talk to because there's a pandemic going on but they ain't they ain't got a place to live so you can't tell them to go inside when they ain't got nowhere to go inside to exactly where are you going to tell them to go exactly and the shelters are filled up they're not trying to expand shelters they're not trying to put money into that so where are they supposed to go when we get locked down come on man they just that's a that's a messed up part it's like they're not there's so many there's so many little little intricate spaces that people aren't thinking excuse me people aren't thinking about especially people Mm -hmm. with the money in that mind they're not thinking about that they just know like all right, everybody getting sick. They want us to do something. We don't know what to do. We don't know what's going on. So just shut everything down. Not knowing that when you shut everything down, small businesses, you're not really helping them out. Yeah. You're not really helping them out. You got homeless people. They ain't got nowhere to go. If they can't go into these, you feel me? And we got, I live in Arizona. So, you know, it's 105 degrees, 110 degrees daily out here. So if like stores start closing down to where they can't buy or like, say it's like a fast food restaurant, like a Popeye's or something, they mm-hmm. close down to where you can only go to the drive-thru and you can't walk in. That's somewhere they might have just been able to go to just to, you know, get away from the heat, get some air conditioning, you know, might take a little nap or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. But they can't do that now exactly. since you can't go inside. Exactly. Just And it's just like another another thing I uh, read was going on is they're starting to evict people that were getting relief during COVID. Mm-hmm. So now exactly. where those so. people are going to go now, Exactly. So now the homeless rate is going to skyrocket, and now you're going to have all these people out that ain't mm-hmm. going to have nowhere to live. And you think this is going to get any better? No, because now you're evicting people out of their houses. And yeah. either, you know, some people might have the means to go find a whole another place, but most people don't have the means or don't have the emergency cash to be like, okay, well, I got first my rent and deposit. Right. And with me living in California, man, it ain't, it ain't easy to live in California like that. 
it ain't easy to make rent like that. It well, ain't easy why. to have first and last like it's like it's in your back pocket. That's, that's why I might never go back. <laughs> never go back to Cali. I love Cali. I love it with my whole heart. But unless uh, I move to San Diego, where I want to be at, or any little the, the little cities around the area, I ain't I ain't doing it. It ain't I, love, I love you too, Kelly, but you just a little expensive. It's a little lot of expensive. A little expensive. I, I, I love everybody. I, I love you, Kelly. I love I love the water, love the love the bridge, love all that, but you're a little expensive. Yeah, man. Uh but at the same time, I'm not gonna lie. How we was talking about the UCs, how they how they um enforcing the whole vaccination rule. Mm-hmm. This should force people to think about do they really need college? Do they really need college? Like I, I get it. People want the college experience, but it's like I have very well. It's not really controversial anymore. I feel like, but it is kind of controversial because some people they, you feel me? Their whole life is like as being educated, and they believe the only way to be educated is if you got that paper from a school certified. Like, oh, you educated? Like, you don't need them. In my opinion, you don't need them people to like. You feel me? They, they, the curriculum. Granted, in college, you could pick what you want to do. So you yeah. definitely can dive into your interests. Like, unless you're a doctor, lawyer, or something right there, then that's the, that's, that's the only reason why you need, need yeah. to go to college. But like, Because right early, now, it's so, it's so open to have any type of career. And it's just op- it's open, more opportunities. There's more uh, yeah. entrepreneur opportunities. There's so many ways to get passive income. There's so many different outlets where college is not the the A route no more. It's not you you turn 18, you go to college, you graduate college, and then you go get a nice job. That's that's not how it goes no more. There's there's kids at 16, 17 that are building careers for themselves, making themselves multi-million, multi-million dollar people. And it's just like within your mindset or what you want to do or how you want to do it, you can get there. And right. it's just like it's not how it was back then. Where back then you you couldn't imagine being sixteen blowing up on YouTube, or mm-hmm. being sixteen on Twitch. Like that's another thing I didn't I didn't discover. A lot of people are blowing up on Twitch, and that's video gaming. Imagine back then we couldn't imagine blowing up on video gaming. Like everybody did it for fun. We were told as kids like that's only stuff you do when you have time. Now people are doing it for a whole career that make, you know, a lot of money or significant money to go do that and go mm-hmm. make other opportunities based off of just them playing video games. And then, like, that's where the entrepreneurship it doesn't it, it has no boundaries. It has no limits. Like you can start off doing this, but the fact that you're good doing this, you can figure out something else you could do. That's, yeah. Yeah, so I just th- I just think it's very ironic that they they said if you don't have your vaccination then you can't go because I think that's just another prime example of school. Mm-hmm. Their main objective being making sure you're obedient or yep, obedient and you being you, obedient. They teach you to follow directions. They f- they teach you to memorize. Mm-hmm. They don't really, you know, just the important things like they they do teach you some. But they teach you something. They teach you some important things, but majority like they, of it is just yeah. Like this, discipline is needed. But I feel like it's more self discipline and not obedience. Like there's a difference between there's a difference between the two. Like they're kind of correlated, but I feel like there's there's a striking difference. So yeah. knowledge and or not obedience. Knowledge, knowledge goes with that mm-hmm. because you got to have knowledge to have discipline because you got to know why you being disciplined for. You got to know how to be disciplined. You have to have the knowledge of being disciplined to be disciplined. You can't just say you're disciplined and, you know, you don't know what you're being disciplined about. That's like that's like telling yourself you're going you gonna to stop eating chips. You don't even know what chips are. You just keep eating these <laughs> things that just taste good. Like, you just keep, ta- you just keep eating these things that taste good. <laughs> you eating a bag of Lay's like, oh, it's not chips, it's Lay's. I'm just eating Lay's. Like, these are not chips. I'm cutting down on chips. Like, no, Lay's are chips. Oh, no, I thought Doritos were chips. Like, it's just like that. Same thing. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> but it's the same thing. You got to know why you being disciplined for it. You got to know why you're doing it. You got to know why you're not eating chips for it. You're not eating chips because mm. it has too much fat. It has too much salt. 
It has too much sodium. Like, you got to know why. You got yeah. high blood pressure. It runs in the family. Diabetes runs in the family. Like yeah, knowledge of self. Knowledge of self. That's definitely. Knowledge of self. Knowledge of your discipline. Because it's like, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You kind of threw me off. I ain't going to hold you. But I, get what you I did. I did. I did. But I roped it in. Just Don't worry. It's, it's, getting, <laughs> towards the end of, it's getting towards the end of the show. And I, I um, yeah, a little scatterbrained right now. Nah, but, but uh. We we gonna try to wrap it a little in because we've been going for a cool minute. We've been going for almost an hour. Uh, last little, Good last talk, little. Buddy boy. We got any announcements? Announcements, announcements, man. We just, you know, uh, we need we need somebody to do an intro for us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Yeah. So if you got if you doing if you got music, you got any friends, you got anybody doing music beats, or you just want to try to get your stuff out, since the intro, send us something. DM us on our Instagram. Let us know what you're trying to do. Yeah, man. We're trying to, we trying to share the... We're trying to promote. We're trying, we trying to, to put people's music we on to, here. We're trying to do all that. You know, it's a one love. We're trying to put the one love crew. We're trying to incorporate y'all any way we can. So, you feel me? You got you got beats. They don't have to have lyrics on them. You, yeah. if you make beats or if you rap on beats, you know? If you if you were part of the if you're part of the movement, if you're part of what we stand for, then you feel me? Yeah. Go ahead. We we gonna go hit us support up. You. Support us, and we support you. You feel me? If you support us, we support you. And even if you don't, it's still love. Yeah. Because <laughs> one love. That's the only thing we trying to push over here. It's you already love. know. One so you love. know we always we always come out with a laugh for the end. So <laughs> you got any stories? You got any funny stories? Anything funny happened to you recently? Man, today it's not funny, but it might be funny to the rest of the world. It just I got my I got my patience tested, man. If you if you in any parking lot, if you are a person that makes somebody wait behind you because you want to wait for a parking spot, you waiting for a car to back up out of this spot so you can take their spot, and you sit there and wait for a whole 120 seconds. And it is 106 degrees out here. And you have somebody behind you in the 03 Honda Civic. <laughs> Fish bowled out. You, pay. you know, the sun is beaming you very hard directly on the left side of their body. You know, they're sweating. They have a towel. They have a face towel to wipe off their sweat. You know, they're struggling. Don't be that person that sits there and just makes them wait. And they have six trucks, six trucks behind them, you know. Don't make them, don't, don't be that person. That, that's, that's my story today. It's not a story. I mean, it's a story because y'all can probably tell and I've been through this situation, but yeah, just don't be that person. Please don't. So yeah, that's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, so uh, something funny. Okay. So a uh, little background about me when I was little, terrified of dogs, <laughs> terrified of dogs when I was little. I always got chased by dogs, always. Stay, stay being terrified of dogs. It didn't matter if they was big, small, medium, anything. So I remember one day I went to this fool house <laughs> and um, his dog, Gus, was was just an older Gus, dog. Man. An older dog. Rest in peace, Gus. R.I.P. But, uh, but uh, Gus, Gus was just an old dog. Old, senile dog that uh, mm -hmm. just did not like me. Anytime I got there, he would come <laughs> to the gate. I swear. Anytime I would just drop him off stuff sometimes. The first day I came over, I remember the first day I came over, the dog sitting there barking from me at the door. I'm sitting on the wet grass in my <laughs> shoes. And I'm just sitting. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going in the house. They're like, David, come in. David, come in. No, nah, I'm not going in the house. Everybody, like, all, both parents outside and him outside trying to get me in the house. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Brian I'm sitting in the house like this. I'm sitting in the house like this. The dog not even worried about me. Dog laying down asleep. I'm sitting in the house like this, just looking at the dog like, ooh, no. He shook daddy. Was, <laughs> he shook daddy. That was crazy. I ain't never seen a, nobody in my life so scared of a poodle. A cocker spaniel. Man. A cocker spaniel. Just so y'all know what type of dog this was. Uh, a cocker spaniel. He wasn't hurting nobody. 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 Nothing. <laughs> he wasn't busting a move. He wasn't doing none of that. Like he, I tell you straight up right now, I know this for a fact. My house got broken into while I was in there. You know where he was when it was all said and done? Under the bed, shaking like a naked stripper. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he wasn't gonna do nothing. 
Uh, he said like a naked stripper. Well, on that one, in Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) On that one, all right, one love crew. You know, already know this. It's been a pleasure talking to y'all. Yes, thank you for supporting us. We meant I meant to say this in the beginning to all our supporters. Thank you for supporting us as well Mm -hmm. as you know commenting on us, letting us know how y'all feel, how y'all messing with us, how y'all rocking with us. We got a lot of stuff coming soon. We thinking about some stuff in the works. We're going to think yes, about sir. some merch. Yes, Let us know if you, hey, if you mess with the merch, we we'll love merch. You know, mm-hmm. we gonna, we got some ideas. Just let us know what what y'all want, and we'll give it to you. Yes, sir. Tap in, you know. Get Tap in. Y'all know, y'all, uh, stay cool, stay cool, stay active, stay hydrated. It's hot out here. Yes, sir. Uh, drink your water, meditate, read a book, do something new. Drink your yeah. water, spread your light. You hear me? Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. One love. We love y'all. One love to y'all. We out. All right, peace. Peace. Uh, there we go.